Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. terms of social media versus non-social media some people say well I don't really want to just see everyone's glossy life and I'm like well first you choose who you want to see yeah. who you want to follow well we've all been pushed around. hello and welcome to it's complicated the podcast to help you untangle your relationship with your phone Left our hearts in the lost and found. I'm Tanya Goodin, and each week I'll be talking to my guests about how they manage the relationship with the tiny tyrant in their pocket. We'll be talking about how our phone habits affect our work, our lives and our loves, and about what our relationship with our phone might just tell us about our relationship with ourselves. If you want help and you want hope, you've come to the right place. This is It's Complicated. This week, I'm talking to Christina Carlson, founder and creative director of global Swedish design and stationery business, Kiki K. With 102 Kiki K stores and with Kiki K designs sold online to stationery lovers in 147 countries worldwide. She's a sought after international speaker, a passionate learner, self-improver and the author of Your Dream Life Starts Here. Thank you. Thank you for fitting me in on your really busy schedule. I know how busy you are because I follow you on Instagram and I can't believe how much you fit in. Really? You're you're on the go constantly, aren't you? Yeah, but you know, it's don't be um don't follow Instagram too much because there's a lot of things that I don't post. You know, I do a lot of like yesterday I had a day here in London with doing nothing so I read and I did an online course and I walked for three hours so I do a lot of self-care in between and that's maybe not always you know on those days I don't actually want to be on the phone (laughs) so I think you must be very good at managing your time then and I, I one of the things I picked up on in the book when I read it your dream life starts here is that a lot of people tell you that one of the reasons why they don't write down their dreams is because they don't have time Mm -hmm. and you make a very good point that actually you know let's look at the things that we're spending our time on and you say you know we're checking our phones 150 times a day and we're spending hours on screen and social media so I wondered if you yourself had noticed the impact of kind of screen time in the digital world particularly over the lifetime of being an entrepreneur because 
Kiki K was launched in 2001. Mm, yeah. So that was kind of six years before the iPhone yeah. came to the UK. So how's it kind of changed? How's your relationship with the digital world changed since you first started out mm. with your brand and now? Well, let me start with saying that I am not perfect. Oops. I am not perfect in any way because I, like everyone else, addicted to the phone sometimes. But I do realize that time is limited. So in my book, I have a chapter called Life is Short. And I do know that we're not going to be here forever. So I am choosing my time as wisely and as selfishly <laughs> as I possibly can. In terms of when I say selfish, it's like what is important to me. So it's so easy to live a life that is influenced by others. Could be parents, could be teachers, could be, you know, talking about your son's teacher. It could be something that they said long, long time ago and then you have that mm. carrying that with you. And I decided we all have 24 hours a day. And when I started a business, there was just no time for anything else. And I was very grateful that social media didn't exist because there was nothing to distract me. I was so excited. I loved it so much and I still love it. And I was so focused on on the business. So some of my friends said, well, why don't you come to this? And I'm like, no, I'd rather go and clean the warehouse because I just loved it so much. So I think when you're looking at spending your time you have to do what is right for you and in my book I talk about there is a palliative caretaker in Australia who um, interviewed people who were dying about their regrets she interviewed all these people and the most common regret when people were dying is that they wish they lived a life true to themselves mm. and I do think that we all want that, I think. Like, that's, I haven't met someone who doesn't want to live a life truth in themselves. But it's it's a hard one, especially if you have been through, like, you know, certain influences or certain things in your life that you have really affected you. But at the end of the day, you make the decision. And so for me, with in terms of social media versus non-social media, now when I have it, I use it for being inspired. And we often have this discussion in, in, among, amongst my friends. It's like some people say, well, I don't really want to just see everyone's glossy life. And I'm like, well, first, you choose who you want to see, yeah. who you want to follow. And secondly... I want to hear some challenges people having, but I don't want to have a negativity because then I just don't follow it because I go to Instagram to be inspired. So I'm inspired by food, by art, by travel, by personal development, books and people's lifestyle because I, you know, there's one entrepreneur in Sweden that I love follow because she lives a life that is just like unbelievably, uh, you know, exciting and a very life, very far from me. But I, I, I don't want to live that life, but I get inspired to, to be inspired by that. So... So I think it's shaped me in terms of being inspired, similar to books and similar to non-technical. So I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting in front of scrolling a screen just to waste time. I choose wisely and I don't have any notifications. So I go on whenever I want to go. It's really interesting you talk about Instagram being inspiring because I have had lots of people say that to me actually that yeah. you know it is and I, I definitely think it's my favorite yeah. platform and the bit I really loved in your book was the inspiration I mean it's so difficult because your book is so rich to pick out just one thing but but the inspiring stories mm. of people you know where you talked about their dreams I know you do that a lot on your podcast as well yeah and I suppose Instagram is a great tool for that isn't yeah it? yeah I think so and I think again you you know uh, you know if everyone knew or everyone knows this but if everyone was really taking responsibility 
of their own life in terms of I choose what I want to see, in, especially, you know, some things you can't choose because you might have, you know, something that is out of your control. But the stuff that you can control, just follow that and make yeah. sure you don't watch people that, you know, trigger you. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, um, I think it's super inspiring. And I, a lot of the self-care that I do for myself in terms of spending my own time on my own that is to be inspired. So I read books and, you know, if I am on Instagram or if I listen to podcasts, whatever it is, I always I always want to walk away being, you know, inspired and, you know... Uplifted. Uplifted, yeah. 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 Um, it's interesting you talked earlier about, you know, how when you first launched Kiki K, you were so, you know, consumed with it and you didn't yeah. want to do anything else. So what difference do you think it would have made if you'd had a smartphone... And, you know, maybe not just social media, maybe, you know, 24 connectivity to the office, uh, email, WhatsApp. Do you think, yeah, yeah. Do you oh, think yeah. that would have been difficult to do? No, with? I think it would be, I mean, to start a business today is, is so much easier in one way because you can become global very quickly. You know, when I started, it was when my dreams about being a global business, when I even just had one store in Australia was all, like people thought I was crazy but you know if someone says oh, well I just want to reach a global audience today no one really yeah. thinks that's difficult you know <laughs> yes. that's not even because that's know, what so the internet's for exactly yes. yeah. so I think starting a business today is incredibly exciting and you know or even being you know for us as being an existing and a business that have been before that is incredibly exciting. We sell to 147 countries now. Mm. My podcast reaches over 100 countries. And I just think that that is unbelievable. And what I love specifically for anyone listening and thinking about their own business or wanted to do something that is very niche, that is the beauty of global because you could have a few people in each country and still have a, a big audience. But if you were only focused on the UK, for example, considering we're here that might not be possible because yeah. there might not be enough niche yeah. in that country. So I think it's absolutely amazing. And I, I think it's the most exciting time to be alive because there are so many changes. And of course, being in retail, I'm the most challenged at the moment uh, because there's so much changes. And um, and it's it's certainly difficult. And it's so many, I could sit here and talk about negative stuff, but I'm going to choose to think about imagine what we can do and imagine the changes we have to do and um, it's all very exciting it's, it's not going to be easy but it's going to be super exciting so it's interesting you talked about retail because i was going to say it's it's really interesting isn't it that there's this huge appetite for beautifully designed stationery yeah. and physical objects that help us put pen to paper. And, you know, not that long ago, we thought we wouldn't be writing anymore. We yeah. thought we'd be typing. We thought we'd be using e-readers. So what is it you think about these physical objects that we still crave and enjoy, even though we've got all these digital alternatives and solutions? Because, you know, stationery is really it's booming, isn't it? Your yeah, business yeah, is yeah. flourishing. Yeah. And all the odds would say, oh, that shouldn't happen because it's more, more efficient to type yeah. and to do something electronically. Yeah, well, let me start with, there's a couple of different ways of answering your question. One, I, I, at Kiki K, we are not just a stationery brand. So our purpose at Kiki K is to inspire people to live their best life every day and we do that through four words which is dreaming doing enjoying and sharing 
So I see ourselves as a lifestyle brand, not a retail brand. We just happen to be in retail, but you yeah. know, we also sell online and we wholesale and and you know we can I feel like we can do anything it's Swedish design and it's so so there the aspect obviously we've been focusing a lot on stationery but I feel like that's not that's not all we can do we do workshops as well on how to be more mindful and to set goals and stuff so it's really about inspiring people mm. to live their best life but in terms of stationery I think you know it's it's I feel like we're more important than ever because we are spending so much time on our devices and there is a lot of research that says you learn better so when you write things and it's interesting because I did an online course yesterday and I, I listened to it and then I handwrite it because I feel like I learn if I just consume it and listen to it I kind of don't register it the same way but I handwrite it I learn so much better and there's a lot of research says that you create new pathways in your brain yeah. when you when write, you write. Yeah. yeah I've read that research yeah. it's fascinating yeah. yeah so I think we we need to be using that and also I think it's a really beautiful way of getting away from our device we've spent so much time on them so connecting you know putting pen to paper is is very natural for me but for anyone who isn't it's a beautiful thing to try because mm. um, I feel like I I think and I uh, come up with so many ideas when writing so I do a practice in the morning which I call morning pages and it's based on a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and I, I I'm hesitating to say this because I don't know if I'm following I read that like 20 years ago so I'm not sure if I'm doing the way she says it but the way I you told it the way that works for you (laughs) yes but the way and I think that's what everything should be doing like when you read books you take whatever is relevant for you and then you you know you move on from the rest but um the way I do it is that I start a day with writing three pages so it's it's in a in a notebook that I don't want to save so I use it on we have little central notebooks where it's just thin so when I travel I can have it with me and I basically just write whatever comes to mind for three pages and it could be a challenge that I'm having or a a problem that I'm trying to solve or something I'm grappling with sometimes it's just about gratitude like sometimes I would just wake up thinking wow I'm so grateful for everything that I have you know it was funny today when I um, went for a walk and I saw um, a green smoothie I was like I'm just so grateful that you know you can get so much nutrition mm. in in my green smoothies <laughs> exist yes <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like I there's so much to write about so I do that whatever but it's mainly about things that just comes to mind and it's often things that I'm not sure about and often I get this question how did you not get burnt out in the early yeah. days because I worked a lot and this is before my kids and stuff so I I did work a lot but I one I loved it like it was wasn't like work for me because I just loved it so much and secondly if I had some challenges and small business and any business regardless of the size we all have our challenges and there's changes and there's difficulties and we'll go in business cycles I used to write about it and I felt that I never kept things in my body like I Mm. some people talk about it but I kind of wrote about it so if I have something that I'm not sure about and you know I often say well I'm just going to think about that and then in the morning I write about it and then I just throw it away for the, because I don't want to censor anything I write so sometimes it might be about something that I don't want to share or about someone that I you know might have a problem with or whatever it is and I don't want to if I know that that's going to be around I'm, I'm going to censor my writing so I often because I'm often in Sweden I sit in a fireplace and I put it in there or I shred it or whatever or just throw it away. I wish I had a fireplace that I could put it in. That sounds lovely. Very well, Swedish. You can, you can buy a little mini shredder or <laughs> yes. just put it into pieces. So did you never 
do notes on your phone? I mean, when, when you first got a smartphone, did you ever think, actually, this would be a really great place for me to keep notes? Did you always think, actually, that's something that needs to be separate that I need to do in a physical object? Well, I don't actually use my notes section. Um, I never have because I kind of forget about it. If, I, if I'm out and about and I don't have a notebook close by, which is really rare because I often have a little one in my notebook, in my bag, but it's, you know, that does happen. Uh, and someone always comments on it if I don't have it. So. <laughs> yes, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I write an email to myself. That's oh, how I do yeah. it. Yeah. But in terms of writing, like the morning pages and stuff, I'd, I would never type that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's something I really, you know, the way I might, my communication is better through writing. I'll, that's how I communicate best. So... Um, so you you dropped into the conversation a bit earlier on that you had no notifications enabled yeah. on your phone. So tell me a little bit about that. Did did you always have no notifications? Is it something that you've kind of consciously put in place? Yeah, consciously put on, in place. And I, I let me just have a think. When I did it, it would I would have read a book about it. Um, <laughs> I read about everything. <laughs> Might be my I book. <laughs> yeah, but this was probably before I came across you. So the there. Um, I don't have them. And, yeah. um, you know, it's funny because I get a lot of criticism never answering my phone, including my family. It's very frustrated because in the early days, you know, I had a lot of phone calls. It was anything from sales to like mm. everything. I don't have, there's hardly anyone who no calls No one me calls now, now <laughs> do they? No. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, but um, so I could have it on more. But it, it was really funny because only like a couple of years ago, my brother called me and I answered. And he said, oh, gosh, I just have to sit down. And I said, are you okay? <laughs> and he said, I have never, ever called you. And you actually answered the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So you thought, what's, yeah. what's wrong? What's happened? Yeah. So I, I use my phone the way I want to use it. And, yeah. um, you know, I have young kids now, so I do get a little bit more um, from, you know, my partner, but also from the kids saying I never answer the phone. So I, I'm going to try to change that. But and now I'm going to work out how to just get notifications for them perhaps and things like that which you can do with technology but just because the phones are in our lives I don't really want to sit here and all of a sudden my brother calls me or you know I, I want to be I want to be present here and I also don't want to have notification when I'm working on something and it doesn't mean that I don't check social media in the middle of my work I do so I'm absolutely not perfect but I don't want to have these pings and it like I'm really sensitive to noise like mm. super sensitive so I I get really like if someone comes into if we're sitting like this and your ping was going, I would say, hey, do you mind putting that off? Because I actually can't hear it. Yeah, I I, I'm actually really sensitive as well. So it's very interesting. I hate a the sound of a ringing phone. It yeah. just really jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, so, you know, some places you might not be able to say it, but if in my home, I'm like, yeah. And we have actually a, um, we have a little sign that the kids did because I guess they've grown up this way and it's quite a few years ago now that's like no phone allowed at the dinner table mm. so we would never have that and you know when I say never like you know if it's a Sunday morning and I'm sitting reading a book and I want to google someone's of course you know sometimes the phone is close to it. but I tried not to even have it close to me because it's so easy to get distracted and all of a sudden you spent five minutes when I could have spent that on something else. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. 
Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I was going to ask you about your family and your partner. You talked about them um, saying they can't get hold of you sometimes on the phone. <laughs> I have noticed, because obviously I follow you on social, that you do share your home life mm-hmm. as well as your kind of work life. And I wondered, again, was that a kind of conscious... Did you ever sit down with your partner and say this is what I will share about the children or did it evolve? Were there ever any disagreements about where the overlap is between, you know, kind of sharing stuff about you and your family and the brand? Mm-hmm. How, how, do you, how do you manage that? Yeah, it's an interesting question because I just started Instagram last year in terms of my open one. So I've always been on Instagram because I'm a visual person and I love food and I love beautiful things. So I used to take photos of everything, but it was a private one. I decided really early that first, first when I started a business, I never really wanted to be well known. It was like one thing that I didn't, I just want to do what I love and I didn't want to have to do all these, you know, TV and things that was kind of not me. And then when you don't have any money and, um, you know, marketing money and and stuff that it's, it's a natural thing and it's a lot of interest, you know, it's, Quite a while ago, I started a business. There was a lot of interest in, you know, female starting business. So I, so I was fine with that. But I decided when Instagram, Instagram came because I, when it just came and before I understood that you could be private or not, there was a couple of days where I got a couple of people I didn't know and I posted something about my breakfast and then someone says, are they organic? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not answering. Like, th- this is just for me. <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh, you can be private. So so I decided very, like, for many, many years that I wouldn't open. And, and you know, a lot of my girlfriends who are in that kind of industry or or following me in my private one, always say, you should open that. It's just so Kiki K. It's just so you mm. and just comes across you as well as Kiki K. And I said... Yeah, that's because 
that's what it is. Yeah, because you're the brand and the brand <laughs> yeah, is exactly. you. Yes, yeah. But I said, no, I'm not doing it. And then I guess, so I, I said no for a long time, which was kind of against, uh, you know, working against my, you know, my own marketing team, which was not always great, but I decided that I didn't want to do that. And then last year, I, you know, when, because now it's a different thing, I think, to, it's very much like you, you're part of it and you choose whatever you want to post. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I kind of got my head around and also because I started to do much more public speaking and then people always want to connect with you and then all of a sudden I had like, a, you know, I don't know, a thousand emails yeah. and I'm like, I, I can't cope <laughs> with that. So at least now people can interact with me and I can decide what I do. And um, I'm not very good at responding all, all the time, but, you know, the, the people who are following me and, you know, I don't have a lot of followers because I just started are the people who so far is really engaged in terms of you know the personal development and the dreaming moment movement that we have created so I feel very much that the people who are following me are aligned and yeah they're your tribe aren't they yeah Yeah. so I think that's very different to compare to someone who would have like you know three million followers yeah and have so many opinion because I actually I don't want that yeah (laughs) and you and of course we can all have different opinions and I respect everyone's opinions but I'm not going to have an argument because everything that I put out there is it's to support people and to inspire people it's nothing to do and you know there'll be certain things that I feel really passionate about but I don't expect everyone to agree with it but it doesn't have to be become this like us and them feel so do you talk to your children about how you use social media you know what what are your hopes for them in terms of how they'll use the new world they've grown up completely with all of this yeah so what what's your kind of message at home about yeah so that's how they should be using it yeah and it's an interesting one because axel who's 11 started maybe instagram a few like three years ago or something like that she was only eight and you know there was a lot of debates with my friends you know do you do that or you don't and i think it depends on the child axel is super for his age he's very mature and he's grown up with anything is possible so and he has a very positive view of life and um, he started YouTubing. So um, Instagram, I think, is fine because you can kind of choose. But YouTubing is much more in your face yeah. in terms of, you know, we were in New York and all of a sudden, you know, we sit down in the taxi and, and it's like, hi, everyone, here I am in New York. And I'm like, oh, we just, we just went off a 24-hour flight. I do not want a camera in my face. So I had to make that very clear. Say, hey, you can do this, but I don't want to be part of it because I, I don't want to have to then... You know, because sometimes I post things later. I didn't want to be yeah. like, you know, and it has to be like, you know, we don't always share every hotel we're staying in and all that kind of stuff. So we had a conversation and, and I think he's very leveled with that. And it was funny because I I go to a seminar each year and uh, I sat next to a guy and I was saying how I was a little bit frustrated with this YouTubing thing just because it was camera in your face all the time and I I was always worried thinking you know imagine if he goes into you know our laundry and there's like laundry everywhere because you know you know I, I you know don't want to showcase that yeah <laughs> and yeah. Um, and then he was uh, my friend he was saying um it's just see it as creativity like he's just really he's just very creative and it's amazing that he's doing this at such an early age and it's just using 
other mediums and tools that, you know, you used paper and pens and paper and he's just using a different one. And that really changed the way I looked at it. Mm. And um, and then we just had some boundaries of saying, I don't want to be in it and you can't be, a, you know, if we're in a hotel, you can't be. Yeah, sharing where you are all the time. Yeah. That's quite an interesting conversation to have with children. Yeah. So they understand that that's actually not always yeah. a good thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So so I feel, and also I, uh, and I, I have debated this a lot with my friends, some who do not let them have kids on social media at all and um, and I'm not and I'm not sure which one is better or worse and I'm not saying I've only I'm only sharing what I'm doing and I'm not saying that is the perfect way because I think also the way Axel has Tiffany's not I'm not talking so much about Tiffany because she's she's not so interested in social media she does like um, musically and stuff so she dances and stuff and it's um, it's a private one but um the way I see, Axel is really interested in it, and he's 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 inspiring people, etc. And I see that as if I was stopping it, then it would probably he need to wait a couple of years, and then once he's legally able to do it himself, he cut me out of it. So I'd rather be, you know, part of what he's mm. posting and mm. and helping him because, of course, he has some negative thumbs down on YouTube and you know some sarcastic comments, etc. So then we de- we talk about how to deal with that. And I think that is a really good thing to do early because he's now so used to it. Yeah, so you're always part of that world with him. Yeah. Instead of being someone shut that... Out yeah, shut yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah it's really so, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. that's how I decided to see it. I'm not saying that is the right way, but that's yeah. how I chosen to do it. And because he was so open and willing and he, li- he lives in... For, a, for an 11-year-old, he lives an incredibly interesting, mm. crazy life and he does beautiful things for the world so I think it's worth sharing it's just really uh, you know setting some boundaries around it and we talk about it all the time and we we have like I have his Instagram so I can see every private message he gets and everything I have it on my phone so yeah not, I've got that with yeah. my <laughs> not that not that I'm really having yeah. time to read them but, but I know that yeah the, you can just he, keep an eye knows, can't yeah, you he yeah. knows and and also, um, um, you know, my partner, he keeps an, an eye on YouTube and to see because just so we... And in the beginning, he had to show us before uh, he was posting. And now I'm fine with, with that because I know that he's doing really things. And, you know, he's coming with me. To, I'm going to Africa tomorrow uh, to visit 11 schools that we're supporting. And he's super excited to mm. document that and, you know, make a difference. He went to bought soccer balls for the schools on his own. You know, that was his initiative. So he's really, um, you know, force for the good. So on that note, I think it's great to have him on, on social to inspire other kids to be similar. I've got three questions that I ask everybody yeah. that I want to finish up with. So... What is the one message that you'd like to get over to everyone listening about their relationship with their devices and the real world? You know, if you just had one thing that you could say to them, what would it be? One thing would be disconnect or reconnect. And if I could take one minute, I went away without my phone for three days and that was... So not so maybe not, for me it wasn't a big deal with the phone it was actually not to bring any books because I'm such a reader so mm. that's my distraction so I just went with my notebook and pen and the first 24 hours I was just like this is so boring I just want to be with the kids and I traveled so much the last thing I wanted to do was going away but someone told me about it that they did it and it was life-changing 
And then the second day, I decided to start thinking in a different way and be creative. And then the third day, I came up with, with the structure of my book. Wow, yeah, that happened it, while you were yeah, doing a digital so detail. I, I never knew that. That's yeah, fantastic. So I think that sometimes because we never get bored because we always have the devices we always have a distraction so if we are feeling something we don't might not want to feel or feeling bored or feeling anxious or whatever it is the phone is always there to kind of take that distract us from that i think it's sometimes really important to actually feel and actually stop and being bored and then things will start coming up for you so actually disconnect and reconnect and do that on a regular basis i love that have you got a tip that you haven't already shared that works for you about getting a good balance, a good kind of tech, real-life balance? Mm-hmm. So I stopped replying to emails, which is a big thing because I'm very much an email communicator. And I just found that I spent so much time on e- emails. Mm. So I decided that I would have an out-of-office reply to say that I do not reply to emails I have an assistant, so it's easy. Not everyone can do this. But I got so much criticism from it, especially from friends. It's like, who do you think you are? And I'm like, well, (laughs) so it doesn't mean that I do not reply to emails, but the expectations. So this was not in So internally, I didn't have that. So it was just, you know, outside of our office. Because I just found that it was so easy to start an email conversation and then just go backwards and forwards. And, and if they know, and, and this is like, you know, speaking engagement podcast or whatever it is, I just felt like if they knew that I wasn't answering, they went straight to the, if they really wanted me, they went straight to my PA and they will say, this is, this is what I want from her. Yeah. And it was just, so then she would come and say, because there's so many people um, that want to catch up for a coffee and stuff. And it's, and then it's like, how, how do I decide? Like if there's 20 people want to do that, how do I decide and where? And then it could be all over the world. And it's just, when you're global that way, it's kind You'd of... you just spend your whole day, wouldn't you, emailing and not doing anything else. Exactly. Yeah. So I decided not to. So I have this out of office reply saying, um, I do not check emails. It's not on, if anyone is emailing me, it's not on at the moment because my, my PA is on maternity leave so I have someone temporary and it's short hours so now it's not on but normally it's saying and then I give some tips in that email how they can do it themselves. Ariana Huffington does something really similar doesn't yep. she? I've yep. been using her out of office message I think for about three years yep. but I think there'll, there'll be people listening to this podcast cheering at the thought of somehow managing to do away with email because I think there's a there's a huge weariness with the amount of email we now deal with and how it eats into everything else we're doing yeah so my last question is what do you think you've learned about yourself from your relationship with either your phone or social media or the digital world has there been anything that surprised you anything that's pleased you about how you I think engage with there it. There is so much positivity about technology. There's also a bit of negati- negative side, but I am going to focus on the positive. And the possibilities of connecting with people globally that you might not even have known about, first of all, but mm. secondly, that you might not have come in contact with, but because you're sharing common interest or, or passions you are able to connect. And well, that's I, how you and I met exactly, each other. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a perfect example, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is so amazing. And, you know, if you count in podcasts as, as, a, as a tech, obviously yeah. it is. Um, Fantastic it, use of technology, I think, absolutely. podcasts. Yeah. And, um, and uh, since I started my podcast, the people that I, you know, get to 
have a conversation with is just unbelievably yeah. exciting. And um, you know, I'm doing things that is re I'm really passionate about, and I'm you know following my things. And there are people who might not like that, and there are people who love it. So so that's what I'm focusing on. There's so much positivity. So you're a connector, aren't you? You're someone who likes connecting. Yeah. You like connecting with other people, and that's what the digital world yeah. does for you, as yeah. well as inspiring you. Because yeah. I did really like what you said about. We're all responsible for what we see. Yeah. So uh, th there's a phrase I used to use with people. I don't know if you know radiators and drains. No. So the expression is you should surround yourself with radiators and be a radiator yeah. and not spend time with drains. Yeah. So radiators are people who give out, yeah. you know, positive warm energy. And I feel like that about social media. The way you're describing curating yeah. your feed, I definitely, you know, look at people that are going to inspire me yeah. rather than people that are going to yeah, absolutely. Bring me down. And I think you know, it's um, you know, someone said, well, it's not really realistic, and I and I, I assuming perhaps wrongly sometimes because I'm assuming that people know that there is always two sides to a story, and there's always. Um, you know, a life be beyond Instagram because I think there are lots of people that don't think that. that they <laughs> yeah, don't. but I think you know, it's time for waking up. <laughs> a reality <laughs> check, yeah. <laughs> because I think yeah. um, I, you know, someone said, you know, I really want to share, you know, the hard yards of motherhood and also so, so, and I think we should we should share some of the challenges, but I do not want to hear hear someone whinging about you know, no sleep, because I might just have suffered with no sleep, so yeah. I'd rather not hear that again, because yeah. now I want to, you know, now I want to hear something that gets me awake, even if I'm really tired, because we all, as mothers, know how that is, and we all know that we all have to do so many things as mothers, and and um, and you want to be inspired to, to, to deal with the challenge, so I don't, I'm not saying not to talk about the challenge, but you want to do it in a way where here's the problem, and this is what I'm doing about yeah. it. That's Which, how... I, and all the people in your book, the in, very inspiring people there, that's exactly what they do, don't yeah. they? Because they haven't all had easy lives. They've all had challenges. But they talk about how they've overcome them. So they're very positive yeah. messages. Yeah, and that's why, you know, the, the people in my book, are, you know, obviously most of them very well known. But, you know, someone like Oprah, everyone thinks, you know, forgets that, you know, she's done so much amazing things mm. to get where she is today mm. and that wasn't easy like if, if her start if, in life was uh, dreadful wasn't absolutely. it absolutely yes. so yeah. um so i i i like to because it's so easy to look at someone who's really successful you know successful business or successful you know personality but there is a human behind that yeah. and um, it's not always easy so that's why i love you know sharing those stories that you know and you know in the podcast i have people who are not well known at all and then really well known and I think there's you know there's beauty in all of it because mm. they're, they're well known they're humans you know someone like Stella McCartney she was like you know born in a you know incredibly privileged you know upbringing in in so many ways but you know she's you know been challenged in so many ways you know with her mum dying early yeah. and um and you know being a fashion designer when you're so well known it's probably much harder because you get so much criticism and uh, what she's done based on her values is just incredible and you know the sustainability part of her business and you know making so many um, other fashion brands following that is incredible so I think technology connecting and radi ra radiating that <laughs> is incredible. 
Thank you. Um, I, I just want to say thank you for chatting with me. And for everyone listening, you can follow Christina and Kiki K online. So for Christina, it's Christina Kiki K on Instagram. Yep. I follow Christina. And I, can I just say to everyone that she is definitely a radiator? <laughs> oh, thank you. I get you. very inspired by her feed. Oh, uh, and for Kiki K, it's Kiki K on Twitter and Kiki.K on Instagram. Uh, and you can get your Dream Life Starts Here and the Dream Life Journal, the companion yes. workbook, which I think is fantastic, at Amazon, at all good bookshops, and, of course, at all Kiki K stores. Yes. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's Complicated. If you haven't already, please do subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It helps other people find us and it means you get a helpful little notification when a new episode becomes available. For more about getting a healthy balance with tech, you can follow me, Tanya Goodin, or Time to Log Off on Instagram and Twitter. And both my books, Off and Stop Staring at Screens, are available on Amazon and at all good bookshops. Finally, for more information about this and other episodes in the podcast series, visit itstimetologoff.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.